0: Upon further review. Hi, and welcome to a tag team edition of Upon Further Review. I'm Mick Mixon with the best of the Scott Fitterer, Matt Rule pre-draft press conference. Fitterer did most of the talking early on. Let's begin with a brief opening statement.
1: It's been a long but exciting process so far. We started off with several thousand uh, prospective draft prospects this year. We've weaned it down to about 155 on our draft board right now. So our coaches, our scouts, they've all done an excellent job just digging and and going through, you know, the whole process with these guys through the fall, through the spring, through Zoom meetings. We've had 75, you know, Zoom meetings to this point. We'll have more this next week. Our uh, scouts have made all the calls. Any uh, player on our board, they've reached out, made the phone calls, got the background. So we can't thank uh, the coaches and the scouts enough for their work. We're excited. We feel like we're prepared. Um, again, you know, 155 players out of that that entire class, and uh, we're excited about what they can help us. How they can help us. Fitterer
0: comes to Carolina from the Seattle Seahawks. So, what components of their draft philosophy will he bring to the Panthers?
1: I think the one thing that really stood out is we have to know who the player is. Who is he as a person? Who is he as a competitor? And really, how does he fit our team? And, you know, we find out who these guys are through our scouts, through all their contacts in, the, in college. And then what the fit is for our team. We, we really sit down with our coaches. We've had several meetings with them. And we don't care, like, where they're getting drafted, uh, what the rejections are. It's really about how they fit our team. And that's what drives the value for us. So, really, it, it starts with finding out who the person is. That's the most important part. And then, through the process, how they fit our team.
0: Is drafting a quarterback still on the table?
1: I think you always learn from experiences you have. And it just doesn't you know, relate. To, it's not just quarterbacks, it's every position. Uh, you know, I believe in bringing in the best players that can fit your team, create competition, and upgrade your roster. So whether it's a quarterback, a corner, it doesn't matter. It's just how do they fit our team, what's the path for success, and what's our plan for them.
0: In this current group of college talent, does Fitterer see the typical mid-first-round drop-off?
1: It seems like that every year between 15 and 19, and it's right in that range once again this year. And then beyond that, it's a really strong second round, like kind of the next 30 to 40 players. It's a really good group, but there is, there is a drop-off, and it seems to be consistent every year, and it's, it's the same this year.
0: As for Coach Rule, he tries not to overcomplicate the scouting process.
2: I, I just talk to them, you know. I don't. I, I I haven't. I saw that what Nick said. It's it's interesting. I, I haven't done anything like that. To me, um, the tape drives who they are. their their measurables and traits drives who they are. What people say about them, I think is really key. I think when you treat people well, um, you know, people in the building, uh, you know, we're excited to talk about you. And then and then as I've talked to guys, you know, I'm I'm leaving here and going back down and doing another Zoom call. I have some tomorrow too. Um, you know, I, I like to ask, I like to ask everything from, you know, if you could, you know, if you're on a desert island, you can listen to one artist. What would it be to who your favorite player was growing up? I think you find out a lot about guys. Um, but at, at the end of the day, um, you know, who, what they put on tape in college is the most important thing to me in terms of, you know, the way that they play the game.
0: So who would his
2: artist be? I, I it's usually just one art. I, I say one artist. So you can listen to everything that they, everything that they play. And for me, it would, uh, it would, uh, it would be Dave Matthews
0: up next. Scott Fitterer admitted the Panthers have spoken with a few teams already about trading back in this draft.
1: We've talked several actually already. Um, I'd say, it'll, I'd say at least five all in different parts of, of the draft. Uh, and there'll be a lot more calls this week. And, um, yeah, we're very open to moving back. We're open to picking. It just depends on how the, the board falls those first seven picks in front of us.
0: What do the Panthers see as the deepest positions in this draft?
1: Deepest positions would be uh, for us corner, tackle, receiver. That's where our most numbers are on the, on the draft board.
0: Where does Fitterer fall on filling needs versus taking the best player available?
1: There, there's some obvious positions that you know we can upgrade. Uh, but, again, we're going to just take the best player available. That's what we did in free agency. Uh, we filled a lot of needs. We're built through the, the draft team, and that's what we want to do is take the best available player. Uh, we don't want to be forced into taking a need. Um, so that's,
2: that's, that's, what I say. that's how to answer the question.
0: On that topic, Coach Rule chimed in.
2: I think uh, Scott's right. I think, I think the job that uh, was done in free agency allowed us uh, – there's no any one position – where we feel like, hey, we need to take someone here. So um, what we want to do is we want to be able to look back at like five or six years and say, hey, we have a couple of great players that came out of this draft. And so if we if, if we look at it from that perspective, it's not necessarily about a need for this season. It's really trying to build the team, um, you know, the, the team that can compete year in and year out. So we'll, we'll just try to take the best players and and know that we have a roster that allows us to do that.
0: Rule is insistent on a collaborative approach from top to bottom.
2: Uh, I think the process has been great. Um, We're going to finish here, have lunch, and go back, you know, meet again today. Um, You know, um, to me, it's all about vision. It's all about, you know, it's about the Carolina Panthers, from me to Scott, to every coach, to every scout, all of us understanding the vision of the type of player that we want, the type of team that we want to build, and then the vision at each position. And so when people see that thing when they see the visions the same way, they might not agree on the player, but they, they understand the vision. Um, you, you end up, you end up bringing in the right type of players. And so, um, I think it's been unbelievably collaborative. You know, um, I, I, never, I never want group think, you know, so I don't want it on our coaching staff. I'm sure Scott doesn't want it on his personnel staff. We don't all, if we all think the same, no one's thinking. Um, but what we do want this discussion conversation, um, People say collaboration. Collaboration sometimes is disagreeing and arguing. Um, but I, so I think we have a great thing going and um, I'm sure that, you know, there's a lot of work still to be done until draft night, but um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful for the work that the scouting, the personnel staff and Scott staff have done because they're, they're here day and night working at it. So um, uh And and, and as far as I'm concerned, I I have no doubt that Scott does not want to put a player on this roster that we don't want to coach. There's no doubt. So, um, you know, that 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 lets you feel really good about the direction we're heading.
0: What things factor into possibly trading back again? Scott Fitterer.
2: Well, look at
1: the players that are available when we pick and how many of those players that can help us that we've identified how far we can go back and still get one of those players without trading out of, of a level. We don't want to trade out to, stay beyond a certain level where the talent dips, and we know exactly where that's at in this draft, and uh, we'll see what the options are. You know, we'll, uh, we're more than willing to listen to other teams, and uh, if, if they want to offer picks, and we feel like we can go back, still get one of our players that we want, yet have multiple picks to help keep building this team, that's what we'll do.
2: Is Coach Rule still pretty wired into the college game? I would say that I have... And I say I, I mean, our staff, a lot of guys on our staff too have a lot of connections with a lot of these guys, either through recruiting or playing against them or, you know, just through the whole process. Like, you you know, you might sign 25 guys a year, but to get to those 25, like Scott alluded to about this process, you know, you recruit, start with 5,000. So a lot of the guys that are going through this draft, you know, we have knowledge of or know, or um, like when we did the senior bowl, like I would sit downstairs at night and talk to guys that. I had known since they were 16, you know, 15 made some cases, you know. Um, Kyle Pitts, I know, is projected to go really high. I think we were the first guy that offered him a scholarship, you know, um, came to our camp. So um, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of connections. But at the end of the day, that's just a small thing, you know. Um, maybe I think last year it helped us maybe a little bit in, uh, you know, post-draft free agency, getting a guy like Miles Hartsfield, who we remember from high school, he came in, and by the end of the year was a starter for us. Um, those are small connections, um, but I think we still have them.
0: Next, Fitter was asked if he looks for long-limbed corners similar to what they had in Seattle.
1: As far as corners, it, we change to what our coaches want, um, what they expect. We're not going to play with the exact type of corner we played with in Seattle. We, we look for different traits here. We adjust as a personnel staff to that. Obviously, length is important. Uh, it does show up on tape. It's important for offense alignment as well, and it, it is a factor that we look at.
0: With so much focus on the draft upcoming, is free agency over for the Panthers?
1: We're always looking at acquisition. We'll look at it every day. We look at the waiver wire every day. Uh, we never feel like our roster is set. We always want to create competition and upgrade the back end. So that's, if there's a player available that we think can do that, we'll do that.
0: A reporter then asked what each man has learned about the other through their recent time together.
1: He likes pickled eggs. <laughs> there's an inside story on that one. So that's a, that's one thing I've learned about him that, you know, and really what I've learned about him is, uh, how good he is at at personnel. You can see that, uh, the evaluator in him, uh, the way he, uh, communicates with the scouts, the clear vision that really helps us as evaluators and it helps our scouts know exactly what we're looking for at each position. Our coaches are, you know, very open-minded, they're developmental minded, you know we talked to our our assistant coaches they
2: can tell us exactly what they want in a player and that makes it easy for us
0: now it's coach rules turn
2: uh, besides the fact that he can sleep on any plane um That's true but i can't um i just think he's he's uh you know it's, it's hard to walk in um you know day one and everyone's kind of already there the coaches and personnel staff i think scott's got a tremendous way with people and you can see it when you're on the road and how many other, you know, I haven't had one person that knows me say, you know, uh, you know, you know, anything bad about Scott that people rave about him, um, I think because he treats people well and I think that's, that's a really important quality to me I think you heard me say that about players earlier, you know, I just want to be around people who treat people well, and I think Scott's ability to get along with people to manage uh, personalities and also still have a really strong opinion and be the leader um, is, is, uh, is, is, is unique, and I think it's uh, something that you can see right away.
0: More about the pickle thing in a second. We'll get to it. But first, the latest on the Bridgewater situation.
1: Yeah, we, we've had uh, a lot of a lot of dialogue with uh, Teddy's agent, um, with Teddy, and um, Teddy's part of our team right now. And that's, uh, that's where we're at, and we're moving forward with this.
0: Even though access is limited, Coach Rule loves seeing current players back in Charlotte for workouts.
2: You get into coaching because you love you love working with players, you love being around players, you love you know love being around the game. And this is a really big building. And and when the team's not here, it's the halls are you know the halls are a little quieter. So you know obviously um, you know we're not we're, we're not around them while they lift or run. That those are the rules. But just just seeing guys as they test in the morning, seeing guys you know walking through, seeing guys leaving, you know, just um, that, that's, that's fun for me. You know, I, I believe in the concept of team and you, to me, you build team by being around each other. And so um, that's for us as coaches, that's for the players. So I, I love having those guys there that are here, you know, and um, my approach has been, you know, it's voluntary. If you're here, great. If not, we, you know, we know we, we trust you and support you and love you. So, uh, but having the guys here has been really fun.
0: To how many college players have the Panthers assigned a top 10 grade?
2: Right now, we have about 16
1: in the first round. That's, that's our number. Um, and we, we ranked them, one through 16, how we would take them. You know, as, as far as the top, it, I don't really look at it as how many are top
2: 10 worthy. It's just we're looking more for the fit for our team.
0: While coaching in the Senior Bowl, did Matt Rule see some players that could help the Panthers?
2: I saw a couple of the guys that we coached in the senior bowl. I saw them at their pro days and they looked significantly bigger and stronger. And, you know, it just reaffirmed for me um, how much the COVID and the college off season and some of these guys, like they thought the season was canceled and all of a sudden it was on, you know um, it, it just reaffirmed for me how much, you know, you have to just keep working through the draft because um, some of these guys, like they, they didn't have a chance to work out for, for six months. And all of a sudden now they looked great at their pro days. So um but I think there's several that are on our board and and then you know part of the senior bowl was eliminating some guys, part of it was adding some guys. But I, I think there were there were a lot of guys on that team that could that could help on the senior bowl team, both sides that could help us.
0: Okay, here we go. The follow-up to the pickle story.
2: <laughs> I don't like pickled eggs. I just want to make sure we <laughs> understand that. We we went, ate them we went to Fargo, North Dakota, <laughs> and the people in Fargo are amazing, absolutely amazing. And where we went to dinner, they said that was one of their 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 delicacies not, that was one of their best dishes so I ordered it and I ate it and you know what if I go back to Fargo I'm getting them again that it was terrible <laughs> that looks <laughs> awful
0: and with that check please it's time for this tasty edition of a pun further review to draw to a close thanks for listening to it I'm Mick Mixon reporting on the Carolina Panthers podcast note